Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Tan Power, Power System Designs podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got David Mazur. He's the uh, chief technologist over at High Tech. They're a company involved in the uh, UPS space, and I brought him here to talk about uh, industrial UPS and industrial power in general because, I mean, it really is a very complicated space with a lot of moving parts. Isn't it, David? Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. Yes, it is. Um, today's environment with roboticized, automated production uh, has changed the, the view of power in an in industrial space completely. Uh, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you almost never heard of a, an industrial UPS application. And today it's becoming one of the largest requirements, uh, certainly for our rotary UPS space. Exactly. I agree with you completely, David. I mean, when you think about it, um, it's only relatively recently that it's become an issue at all. And as you point out, it's just really come to a tipping point and everyone's rushing helter-skelter to make sure their facilities good. But I've always been a proponent of not just uh, UPS and industrial, but also the, co- the power quality aspect, because a well-powered factory's got better yields and operates better than one that you're always turning on and shutting down and fixing something because you've got power, power problems, right? Absolutely. That's uh, to our point. In fact, you said it so well, I'm kind of wondering if you're interested in a second career. Um, <laughs> the, 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 um, just as a really quick example, a space where you're manufacturing steel or you're, you're mixing batch chemicals, uh, fiberglass, glass, uh, any plastics, any sort of thing that requires temperature, it requires precise timing, it requires a... Pharmaceutical uh, manufacturer. Yeah, exactly. And what, what will happen is if the power is interrupted and the machines come down, imagine a milling machine that's cutting out an aircraft part of a turbine and it's retracted and slammed back on and destroys that $100,000 part. And that's not an exaggeration. That, that happens. Uh, steel uh, process has to stop. They literally go in the next day with jackhammers to break out the, the molten mess they've got. So the, the issues here are two. One is the, as you point out, running at full capacity. The other is the actual cost of lost material. And if you go to the CFO, and say, how much did you write off last year because of power issues? They can tell you now. And those numbers are astronomic. They'll pay for a complete uh, industrial UPS application in one to, to three years. And again, wow. if, they, if they have that in place, that's, and they're profitable, that's money that goes right to the bottom line. So you have both the quality of power, the, as you say, running at peak performance and, and getting throughput so they have more materials to sell to market. Absolutely but they also have that cost that's gone from a negative to a positive on their, on their P&L. Right, right. All the materials recovered, all the work time recovered. All of the, there's a lot involved now with industrial downtime. Absolutely. And, you know, and I, I, I've, I've got to toss this little stupid anecdote of mine, and I always like to point out that it doesn't have to be steel manufacturer or drug reagent. You could be making rubber dog poop, and if you have too many bubble cavitations, because your novels, <laughs> nozzles can't be kept at a constant temperature, right? You can't keep those stupid poop nozzles at a constant temperature. You've got bubbles in your rubber dog poop. You can't sell it. So even at the most mundane practices, you can't keep your nozzles hot on your plastic injectors. You can't keep your motors running properly for 
any of these processes. So, it's, so even another level beyond that, the power quality do, and, and, the, and the reliability goes beyond just a well-running factory. Sometimes it actually makes the process operate at an optimal uh, level as well. Yes, the, um, imagine a chip manufacturer, and, and that process is extremely uh, uh, stringent in terms of, of controls. And again, a, a quality power issue there will cause a complete shutdown, and all those chips and process are ruined, uh, as well as the fact that they operate uh, at, at well over 100% in terms of capacity throughput. So power quality is, is a major issue. Uh, car manufacturing is a, is a perfect example of the robots. And if you, if you have a power, I like to use the word protobation, meaning literally any disturbance, um, that ro robotic arm comes swinging back uh, and, and, and it actually will damage itself. So you've got uh, the loss of the, the throughput on the, on, the, on the line, which is very expensive, but you also have this uh, half a million dollar uh, robot that's going to require uh, attention. So the, 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 uh, I'll give you one that I've always loved. Uh, I, I wasn't exactly going to use your, your example, but uh, <laughs> i a little bit safer for mixed company, but it's, uh, you go to a bakery. And they have these lines where they're they're putting their their you know their material from which they produce cookies. And again, if the loss of power, what happens is they actually literally have to strip that line down and flush it clean of all that material. So you know, right, freshly baked food this morning, exactly. And you, you you find again and again we're we're being asked uh, fairly often now to bring in a system for the entire building as opposed to a segregated. Uh, distribution of, of a, a part of a line or something because uh, it, it's not possible to operate the line without the computers and vice versa. So uh, then you've got how many people in a building today that are on their terminals that, you know, uh, they can't do their work if this is not connected and it's up and running. So you, you really can't segregate, well, you know, I have to have these five different lines protected in the building. It's Now it's the whole building. And then you get a discussion. Right which is uh, what about medium voltage so that the, the, in other words, so the entire center is, is taken care of. And wherein as that, you know, again, five years ago would have been uh, a dream, it's a, it's a reality very uh, commonly today. We have a, a chocolate manufacturer that has is, is, is been running for years on quality power equipment, and, and again, uh, they're, they're converting from uh, uh, low voltage, which is 480, to a medium voltage application at 13.8, so the entire... Uh, area will be protected. So uh, again, the, the the industrial application, uh, UPSs uh, typically are low voltage, uh, and there are a number today that are offering medium voltage solutions uh, in order to uh, provide power backup for an entire industrial campus. Right. Well, it's got to be a whole facility solution nowadays because especially now when you think of the cloud and you think about all these interrelated, as you pointed out, you need the computers, you need the equipment. But then the other side of the coin is it doesn't really help if your factories are ticking along and your salespeople can't get access to their sales force and your accountants can't get access to the supply chain information. I mean, it, it, you might as well implement a full, full facility solution because the whole damn facility is needed. I, I, as a consumer one time, I happened to be at my favorite store, a Walmart, and I enjoy watching how that operation actually runs. And, of course, they have online uh, applications of inventory. So as the cash register uh, records the sale of X amounts of items, they're in the process automatically of ordering 
uh, are distributing new stock to that particular store location. It's a truly remarkable system. But um, if you're ever in one of those type of big box applications and the power fails, you'll watch the panic mode because, because they literally have to uh, usher all the uh, customers out of the building because they can no longer process any sort of uh, ringing on the cash registers and they have absolutely no way to continue sales. Um, so the, the only way to deal with this is to clear the store and then reboot and start all over again. It's, it's, it's quite a, it's quite a um, uh, sight to, the, to behold. But then you, you realize that a lot of these stores are doing in excess of a million dollars a day in uh, sales, if not more. So uh, it, it's very straightforward. They, they can't afford and they can't allow those systems to be down. Not even for a minute. <laughs> not even for a quarter of a cycle. There you go. So now, something tells me that Hitech's got some products that are directly addressing this space. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you got? <laughs> well, uh, funny you should mention that. Uh, Hitech has been a leader in the in what we call the no-break uh, power solutions, and Hitech is currently offering a new product we call the QPS series, uh, quality power series. And this is offered as both medium voltage without any transformers, so it's very efficient, um, as well as standard low voltage uh, applications. And the, the real neat thing about this product is that it, for the first time, allows uh, the user to not only have a completely integrated system, meaning the engine, uh, the transfer of, of energy, so that the time between the engine start and the failure, the customer is being given completely clean and un, uninterrupted power, but this allows, like in a hospital application or a large facility that they already have engine backup, engine generators, it allows them to be commingled and allowed to be used with the system so the initial capital investment is less. Now, these, these systems are offered, uh, these, these aren't small systems, they're offered from uh, 2 megawatts up to 3.6 megawatts as a single unit, and the design is such that topology application, you can parallel them, you can do what we call iso-parallel, uh, you can do um, n plus one, two n, uh, just by the connectivity. So it makes the the installation of these units relatively straightforward. Uh, it, it's a, it's a manner in which you can you can apply a product to a live uh, center with minimal um, uh, disruption. And these units mm -hmm. last uh, in excess of 20 years. So it's a it's a long term investment that that can pay for itself over and over again. That makes a lot of sense. Well, you know, and it has to be a scalable solution nowadays. I mean, you, you, yes, um, there are a lot of people looking for complete uh, turnkey systems, but the other side of the coin is there are a lot of people who have a legacy facility and they want to upgrade it, or they've got a facility that they may be in the pr uh, process of expanding and they want to l scale out that deployment. So offering them the ability to, to, to integrate it um, in a creative way, in a flexible way, helps them a lot with the deployment, I imagine. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think a, another way of saying what you just said is it allows them to go step by step so they don't have to uh, put out that capital dollar for the entire uh, campus. They may go process by process. They may go building by building. They may start with one system and then add and, and, and such so that they, again, don't have to make a commitment uh, X number of dollars from day one, they can grow with the system. Mm -hmm. Now, um, what kind of 
uh, support do you offer your customers to integrate these solutions? Because I imagine there's a lot of uh, screw turning and uh, wrench holding. <laughs> well, you know, it's, that's a really good question. And we offer virtually any level that they might require. For example, in many cases, these types of systems are um, mothered, if you will, by a consulting engineer that specializes in this area. And there are a few uh, around the country that are, are actually very, very well known. However, if the, if the customer is, is knowledgeable in this area and is looking to just get it installed, uh, we at HiTech offer from the sale of the equipment all the way to a turnkey application. So we would come in and bring in the EC, and we would bring in the um, uh, uh, consultant uh, so that the drawings, of course, are stamped. And uh, we would be there to literally turn it over and say, yes, it's running, and then offer training uh, for their staff so that they, they can either do the basic uh, maintenance themselves or at least they understand the operation of the system and how one turns it on or, or turns it off. And, and, and actually these systems, um, as large as they are, are very easy for, on the human interface. So uh, pretty much any level that they're interested in, in um, having us um, uh, participate, we're more than happy to help. Got it, got it. Well, you know, and that's good because as, as we both uh, obviously agree, but then again, just so you know, I was, I was uh, 10 years the power editor at Electronic Products Magazine, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm always been a power quality advocate, so uh, you've definitely got um, somebody on your team here. I, <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, well, and I mean, and we are, and, and this is also a power publication. I mean, power systems design. So you've got a lot of like-minded people out there in the audience. I think you're going to get a lot of traction. Where, where um, do they go to get the information? Where's your website? Well, you know, we have um, obviously on on HiTech website, and that's www.hitechusa.com. So it's it's pretty easy to uh, to get to. And the and website is HITEC, right? Yes, sir. There you go. So, um, David, I always give my uh, interviewees a chance to have the last word with the audience. So I'm going to let you have your last word. What would you like to, what thoughts would you like to leave with the audience before we close out this episode? Well, I appreciate that. And, and what we would like to leave the audience is that HiTech is, as, as a company, has been around for approximately 56 years, 26 years of, of having uh, this product out in the, in the, in the, in the world. And one of the amazing things to me, having spent over 40 years in this industry, is that 90, over 90% of the original, all the, the products that we've ever installed are still running. Of that 10% that are not, over 6% of that is because the company that they were installed in didn't last as long as the high-tech. So <laughs> that, that number actually would be higher, but that, that's an amazing statement, and it, it speaks to reliability, and it speaks to support. And it speaks to the fact that HiTech uh, uh, is a standalone company. We we are a, a we have been the largest and will continue to be the largest in this field because we are completely dedicated to technology and uh, you will on you will on on past success. Well, that's a very uh, bold statement, but obviously uh, you are passionate about it. That's one of the things I like about having people like you on the show because. Obviously, we're not going to create a better future unless people are willing to roll their sleeves up and actually make the damn thing. So to, to have you guys out there creating new solutions um, is something we all need. 
Well, since you said I get the last word, all I'll say is that I'm surprised you would say that because I'm such a subtle and laid-back character. Uh, <laughs> I, I appreciate your, your, your comments, and it, it's obvious you, you know a great deal about this field. People do confuse power loss with power quality, and let me just say that regardless of whose system you use, most of the system's life will be just waiting for a power failure. But what it really does is it cleans up the power, both in surges, spikes, uh, momentary outages. One of the neat things about the Q system is that it can be held back to start for five or six seconds, if you wish, because that's most of the power outages you're going to see. But what it really does, and two various technologies depending upon the manufacturer, um, is it cleans the power, and it you know can operate at a minus uh, 30 or 40 percent without going onto the engine. It can, uh, you know, keep you completely isolated against wild surges, spikes, and transients, so that you're not going to have uh, uh, power failures that turn into uh, system bubble failures on your on your on your factory floor because the equipment's been damaged by that surge. Power quality is a, is a really serious issue that people tend to not understand when they're thinking about backup power. All they think about is the lights go out, the lights come back on. Yes, it does protect you for that. But it's real life is protecting you against all those constantly changing things that occur on, on the power lines. Exactly, exactly. Well, hey, David, thank you again. And I'm definitely going to bring you back. I always like having uh, – you're a good talker. I like to have people like you on the show. So I'm definitely going to bring you back, not to mention the fact that uh, the UPS – market isn't going anywhere so we'll definitely have something to talk about downstream well i appreciate that and i look forward to it sir excellent <clears throat> don't call me sir i work for a living all right david I'm gonna, <laughs> if i bring you I back, was I to call me alex i call everything sir so thank you ah, there you go okay well hey dave thank you i really appreciate it for being on the show anytime and i'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us we wouldn't be here without you Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.